0: podcast the journey into the minds of strange people doing strange things my name's James thank you for being here on this show we try to understand people a little bit better we're fascinated by human beings their behavior what motivates them to do what they do this is the first time that I've done this setup for weird but wonderful and just now looking at the video there's video again now for the first time again I'm looking at the video for this and it kind of looks like a really shitty high school PBS style classroom address for the morning. Uh, Hello, uh, fellow students. Today on Weird But Wonderful, we're going with what we've got. Today, I have so many goddamn stories that I don't know where to start. I don't know what this episode is. We're just going to see where episode 76 takes us. It could take us to Des Moines, Iowa where an Iowa couple are accused of leaving their seven-year-old behind while on a road trip to Kansas City. Uh, And they've been charged, obviously. You can't just Macaulay-culks your kid in 2023. Okay? There's sort of like, there's people looking out for kids now. It's not the 90s anymore, okay? Where no one gave a shit about what kids were doing and what they were up to. People care now. So, child safety, very important. You can't Macaulay-culk home alone your kid anymore just because you want to go away on a trip to Kansas city, Chansey Marie. R- R- Sorry. What the fuck? What is this name? Chansey Maria Ray Lynn Daggett Buford 31 and Jacob Morrill.
1: Easier name to say. Chancy Mariah Ray Lynn Daggett Buford. Okay. That's a name. It's a name. 31, and Jacob Morrell, 30,
0: of Des Moines, reported the boy missing upon returning home to Iowa, saying he wandered from their car at a gas station on their way to a funeral in Kansas City on May 1st. While meeting with police about the boy, a good Samaritan reported they'd found him off a busy road nearby at 12.30 in the morning. Police said the parents' recollection then changed, saying they wondered if they'd left their child in a Des Moines park before driving to Kansas. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Did we say that he was with us? Yeah. No, he was with us. And then we went to a gas station. Uh, and then while we were filling up at the gas station, he's just wandered off. Really? Because um, someone just saw him uh, at a park. Mm. That does sound familiar now that, you've, now that you've said it out loud back to me. Yeah, no, I think we left him in a park. Are you buying that one now? Are you getting off the trail of us colking our kid? Doing a full-blown home alone in 2023? The couple has been charged with child endangerment, public intoxication, and possession of drug paraphernalia. The seven-year-old and other children in the couple's custody are now staying with relatives. Sometimes an article finishes and only leaves you with more questions. Where are the other kids? Where were they? Why were you only colking one kid? Obviously, oh, it's a Joe Dirt-style situation where you took the whole family out to the Grand Canyon, and you only wanted to leave little old Joe Dirtay by himself. Is that what you've done? And he got caught. You got caught cucking your kid, trying to cucking your kid at a gas station slash park slash home, fully trying to home alone him in 2023. You can't do it again. People are paying attention to what the kids are doing these days. But, you know, I get it. You know, times are tough, and kids are annoying. I'm not, that's not me angling into like, and I get why you're them, why you left them, you you tried to Joe Dirt them at the, uh, at the Grand Canyon. I'm just saying that I get that times are tough, you know, inflation, wages aren't keeping up with inflation, you know, and the kids are always yapping, you know, let's go to dream world. Oh, let's go to movie world. Well, oh, let's go to Tom's Confectionery Warehouse, Mum and dad. It's like, you know, guys, cool it, okay? Mom and dad aren't made of money and it's tough times. And that's why a Springfield woman is facing four felonies after driving through a gas station parking lot with three children on top of the car. Finding alternative avenues to keep your kids not only preoccupied, but happy and thriving. I was going to put the word safe in there, but I just remembered what this story was. And, you know, you got to keep that one out. You got to keep that one out. So Katrina Spivy, 23, of Springfield, was given four felony charges after an incident at a West Sunshine Street come and go in which she allegedly drove through the parking lot with three juveniles hanging off the hood or roof of the vehicle she's charged with, driving while under the influence, resulting in physical injury first-degree endangering the welfare of a child resulting in physical injury, and two counts of first-degree endangering the welfare of a child creating substantial risk. According to a police report, sometime between 12.52 a.m. and 3 a.m. on May 18, 2022, Spivy was driving a silver 2010 Pontiac G6 through the parking lot with three children on top, and two of them fell off. One of the children, a 15-year-old, was injured. What? that's not a child, that's a dickhead. And I know that because I was once a dickhead. There's a point in every male teenager's life where they first discover CKY or jackass and they think to themselves, well, obviously I have to do that. Oh my God, I can't believe I was unaware of this. Let's go find the nearest shopping trolley and some bushes. And we're going to fucking put we're going to put Daniel in the shopping cart. We're going to ta- we're going to drag him in, tow him in while he's holding onto the back of Owen's Lancer and then Owen will peel out and he'll keep going into the bush. Spivy admitted to drinking alcohol to police and later gave a breath sample that showed her blood alcohol content to be 0.087. The Missouri legal limit is 0.08. She barely she barely edged out the machine. Legal limits 0.08. She's 0.087. Is it that bad?
1: Probably, yes. Probably catastrophically bad. Probably very bad. Probably the drunkest anyone's ever been. Maybe barely drunk at all.
0: Spivy was issued a summons to appear in court on May 4th. Damn. So this incident happens in May 18, 2022. She gets a summons to appear in court. May 4th, this year, a whole year later. I feel like
1: this episode's going to end up being called Won't Someone Please Think of the Children? Because we've got an Iowa couple
0: straight up trying to Macaulay, Culkin, Home Alone their kid, or potentially Joe Dirt them. Then you've got a woman charged with four felonies for driving with kids on the roof of a car. And now you have a CPB officer inadvertently showing pornography to Sherryland students? A US Customs and Border Protection officer allegedly showed pornographic images to a group of 7th graders while giving a Red Ribbon Week presentation at Sherryland ISD on Tuesday. According to McAllen Police, the officer had his phone hooked up to the projector at Sherryland
1: North Junior High, and upon unlocking his phone, it showed pornography dog dog you're gonna this is how do people do this how do people do this you're
0: about to you're about to go give a presentation to anyone it doesn't have to be at a school it could be at just at work wherever community council and you're so first of all I don't know how anyone's anxiety allows them to show up anywhere for anything unprepared like they haven't at least gone through it in their mind a million times. Revealing a lot about myself and my crippling anxiety. Thank
1: you. Or oh, hey James, why do episodes come out so sporadically and slowly? Now you're mildly aware. Uh, but the fact
0: I mean, the fact that the fact that you're showing up somewhere to do a presentation and the presentation involves your phone, and you don't even have like. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking you know, plug my phone into the thing and show on some stuff or whatever. You don't even have that up on your phone? You don't even have up the images,
1: the notes, dude? You didn't remember that you were cranking down to some pornog before you went in to give a
0: presentation with the device that you were just cranking down with? God, what the fuck? Some people are out here just absolutely raw dog in life. They don't think about anything. Oh, what a blessing that must be to not have to overthink every single
1: thought and decision, interaction, future event. Wow, that must be nice. That must be nice. Although, turns out, can also be the absolute worst.
0: Sometimes not having the thing that tells you to be anxious about everything means you don't prepare for stuff. And when you don't prepare for stuff, which is wild. Imagine going into any presentation ever and just like not preparing anything for it. Like you haven't just been in your car trying not to fully shit yourself with, an, with anxiety while just going back over your notes. Okay. I'll do these notes. i do these pictures. Okay. Yeah. He's like, no, I'll do it on the day. What's that? I gotta plug my phone in or whatever. Yeah, I got some shit on there. I guess. I guess I can show you kids some shit on my phone. Whatevs. Anyway, let's let's not even unlock it and check it before I plug it in. Let's just
1: plug that bad boy in and unlock the phone. There it is. The department said an investigation is ongoing. Ongoing. Ladies and gentlemen, if it would please the court, I have
0: forty-seven witnesses. The teacher, the teacher's assistant, the teacher's aide, the training teacher that was in the classroom that day, and then 37 students. In a statement, CPB Public
1: Affairs Officer Roderick Kisey said the officer was using his personal phone at the time. No, we know, dude. We know. Didn't check it. Didn't think to check it once. Okay.
0: CPB stresses professionalism, as quote, CPB stresses professionalism, honor, and integrity, and does not tolerate actions by any employee that would tarnish the agency's reputation. CPB is still collecting information and cannot comment any further as this situation is still under investigation. An investigation into what? Oh, guys, my, my phone was hacked. This is why they tell you not to click any of those suspicious links that you get in emails or text messages nowadays. If you guys noticed that uh, more and more Australia post uh, fake ones coming through now, you know, and, or a delivery link. Hey, your delivery is coming today. Click this link. You know, It oh, there's, there's damn hackers. Is anyone buying this? Sherryland ISD reported the incident to CPB, which is a CBP, Customs and Border Protection. Quote, the fact that this occurred is troubling and of great concern to the district. A news release from the district said, noting that the officer claimed he displayed the image inadvertently. Yeah. I don't think he... He didn't intend to show up and like just show some shit
1: off to a room full of fucking kids at a school. How do you think he... Hey. Hey, this is a question. There's is a question for you. How do you think he reacted in that moment? it couldn't have been good i don't i mean there's no there's
0: no reaction there's no reaction that makes it any better or like fixes it in any way you know what i mean do you think you tried to play it off like oh wh- what the hell what the what the flipping heck guys that's not mine probably a lot of scrambling probably a lot of scrambling a cord ripped from the phone immediately what if he didn't notice right away and he's just like yep clip that in there and then use whatever fucking photos are on my camera roll as backdrop while i give this speech clip unlock all right guys now as a customs and border protection officer you see some fucked up shit and everyone's like oh my god and he's like yep i know i don't know what's displaying on the screen behind me but obviously some fucked up shit which again us customs and border protection officers see. All the time. Now to safely turn around and assess (laughs) assess the image that I've shown all of you. Oh my God! The release also said local, state, and federal law enforcement are customarily invited to campuses for red ribbon events, and that support offices are available for students. That's a weird like detail to throw in there. Uh, Hey guys, you know we've got we've got to stress that customs and border protection. We're all about professionalism, honor, integrity. We wouldn't want to do anything that tarnishes, uh, you know, the agency's reputation. Uh, the fact that this occurred is very troubling. Obviously, we're looking into it. Um, we're still collecting information at the time. Um, we don't really have anything to comment on further as the uh, situation is currently under investigation. Uh, although I did just want to say that it is customary that local, state and federal law enforcement are invited to campuses for red ribbon events and um, just wanted to throw that out there (laughs) for some reason I don't know how that's relevant at all they just needed to pad out the words they're like ah fuck you know this thing's only two paragraphs long doesn't really look that great I'll just put in a third paragraph with some superfluous fucking bullshit Quote, the student body was addressed and advised that counselling services are available should they feel the need to speak to someone. Parents and guardians were also made aware of the situation via standard electronic communication. The Sherryland ISD administration and its counselling team are addressing any concerns from families and are offering counselling support regarding this incident. We thank the community in advance for their cooperation and we continue to work with law enforcement throughout this investigation. I mean, I don't want to speak for any... Any people that were in the room when this happened. But if he was talking to a junior high, how old are people in junior high in America? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So junior high is 11 to 13. So never mind. I thought maybe they'd be like 16, in which case I was going to say we'd seen way worse shit on the internet by the time we were 16. We saw, we're talking Blue Waffle, we're talking Lemon Party. We're talking Top Girl. We're talking the one that was the soccer one and it was like a train and it was kind of like the human centipede but all like dicks to butts and it was like soccer themed. That was the one. I don't know why this was a thing back when uh, I was growing up, but there were a lot of just one-pager shock sites. Again, something like Blue Waffle. It'd be the, the whatever the address was for the website and then just the picture. So someone was paying for that. Someone had gone out, pay, you know, paid for the domain, paid the domain regist- registration fee. They were paying to host a website and their website was just a picture of something fucked up. You know, tub girl, a girl like pooping on herself in a pool. Plenty of... I'm not going to describe all of them. They were heinous. They were heinous. I'm just saying... We'd also seen the the beheading video. Um, you know, there was a lot of fucked up. There was the early days of the internet, okay? And just sort of on the open, you know how like a lot of like, supposedly a lot of the most fucked up stuff on the internet isn't indexed by Google. So you have to access it through Tor because it doesn't just get indexed like how normal stuff gets indexed. Like with, you know, you search like plumbing supply services or whatever and that gets indexed by Google. But if you type in like, you know, Live beheadings, probably not going to be on there, you know, probably not going to show that one on Google. This was back when I was growing up. This this was back in a time where that stuff was being indexed by Google. It was the wild, wild west of the internet where the fucked up shit was accessible to everyone everywhere. But no, junior high kids, 11 to 13. This is pretty, this is a super fucked up event to happen. But when you get a fucking cop comes into your classroom and just shows it to you on a screen, it's confronting. 23-year-old Pennsylvanian woman allegedly faked her own abduction earlier this week in a far-fetched effort to hide the fact that she dropped out of college and wasn't about to graduate. Chloe Stein, 23, was arrested Tuesday evening and has been charged with four misdemeanors. False alarm to a public safety agency, falsely reporting an offence that did not occur, obstructing administration of law and disorderly conduct. Stein was last heard from Monday evening at 10.30 p.m when she texted her boyfriend while driving home from work saying she was being pulled over by a police officer. Her boyfriend tried to contact her again numerous times, but to no avail. State police later heard from her family who said they found her vehicle, a Volkswagen Beetle, abandoned on Rady Bore Road in the area of North Green Gate Road. It was at that time the family made a missing person declaration and an expansive search for Stein was launched. State police trooper Steve Lamani said in a news conference Tuesday evening that the department spent tens of thousands of dollars in the search, which included flying a helicopter in the area. But the case unraveled when a tip came in Tuesday night that Stein was actually at a home in Jeanette, about 30 miles southeast of Pittsburgh. When officers arrived, they found her safe inside and she was taken in for questioning. Which sounds a little bit like she had faked all of this and then gone to like stay at a friend's place and her roommate was kind of like pissed off like, You know, this chick's been here for like three days, dude, and she's not paying any rent, and she's like eating all my stuff. So, tip line. At the police station, Stein told officers she was pulled over and abducted by an unknown male who posed as a police officer. But investigators were already suspicious of her account. Before they found her, they had received a call from Penn State University officials, which said Stein was not a currently enrolled student, contrary to news reports that described her as a senior. I like to think there was one petty person working at the university who they were like, Hey, look, you know, it's a a shame and all that this chick is missing, but, um, actually she's not a student here. And I'd really appreciate it if we sort of got the details knuckled out first, then we can start looking for her, you know, but definitely again, I know missing person and potentially very serious potential kidnapping abduction here, but again, just wanted to be very clear not a fucking student here like she doesn't even go here guys okay yeah sad 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 day yeah that she's missing and potentially abducted yeah yeah but yeah she doesn't she doesn't fucking go here so just wanted to... no i know it doesn't change anything about her being still missing and potentially kidnapped but i just you know i am a stickler for details so <laughs> she doesn't fucking go here yeah so she doesn't so During the course of that phone call, we found out she had not been attending college for quite some time, almost at the point where it's over a year, maybe two, and graduation was right around the corner. That really led us in the direction that at any point in time, there was no police interaction. There was no pullover. None of that happened, he said. That really led us in the direction that at any point of time, there was no police interaction? Yeah, she uh, kidnapped abducted yeah yeah crazy crazy story she said she uh goes to that school and so now i'm thinking every fucking word out of her goddamn mouth is a lie now is sort of my take on it which seems fucked up that i'm in two minds about this now because it's like hey first of all you're you're supposed to be investigating this and getting to the bottom of what happened and what, one, one part of one person's story doesn't add up, now
1: all of it's not true? Which is hard to argue against because they turned out to be right. So, again, I'm a, I'm a bad judge
0: of character. So I don't, I don't know, you know? A representative from Penn State said Stein was last enrolled in the fall of 2018 at Penn State Fayette. Police said they found inconsistencies with Stein's account and evidence obtained in the investigation. When Stein was confronted about them, she admitted that she had fabricated all the information pertaining to the incident. So they pushed her on some of the details and she's like, all right, okay. Jeez, you asked me these really complicated questions like, where did the abduction happen? What time did the abduction happen? And it's like, I can't keep all those moving parts in my head, you know, of this lie that I fabricated that I, for some reason, didn't remember any of the details for. You got me. You caught me. I really didn't think you guys would ask any follow-up questions. Lamani said she appeared to launch the hoax because she wasn't actually attending college. The fact of not going to school apparently for so long and maybe disappointing people was the reasoning behind it. I mean I get, you know, hey, desperate times, desperate measures, and all of that, but sometimes big risk, big reward, big risk, even bigger failure. You know what I mean? Because it's like You're like, hey, I was disappointing all of these people. I know what I'll do. Commit this really serious crime. And hopefully that doesn't get found out because that's just going to, that's really just going to pile up the disappointment, you know? So let's hope this pans out because all disappointment gone if it works. If it fails, double the disappointment though. He said that at no point was she in danger during the search and she knew the way she set up her last text message would cause alarm. Lamani condemned her actions, particularly for the fear it instilled in the community, who thought there was an abductor at large. He said police were investigating where other people were involved in her alleged hoax and said the home she was found in belonged to an acquaintance. Stein will appear before Magisterial District Judge Joseph R. DeMarcus in Westmoreland County on May 25th for a preliminary hearing. So the takeaway from today's episode, I think, is that if you commit very serious crimes, there are very serious consequences for the action of committing those crimes. Unless, of course, you are some type of law enforcement in which there aren't really sort of like immediate ramifications as a result of your actions. More so, you know, there'll be like, yeah, it's an investigation and then it's like you know what happens off the back of that we never know so um well super super down it to go out on uh, this episode huh but uh, that is gonna do it for this episode and i want to say hey to you watching slash listening thank you for being here you know your time your eyes your ears are being there is a war being waged for your attention And it's not lost on me that you've chose to spend some of your time here with me today, tonight, wherever, whenever you're
1: listening to this. Uh, And I do appreciate it. And if you could leave a review, let me tell you about reviews.
0: Reviews are pretty important because no one likes to do anything that someone else hasn't done and said,
1: you're good, you're good on this one, social proof, pretty, pretty important, pretty important, so if you could leave a review, wherever you get
0: podcasts, wherever you're a consumer of media, I really think the Apple ones are the only ones that matter, I don't know, who knows, but um, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, leave a comment, leave a review, I'd love to hear from you, I'd love to know what you're thinking, uh, if you want to stay up to date with me, and what's going on in my life, uh, you can find me at my Pixel Persona on Instagram. You can find the show at One Weird Podcast on Instagram or you can find this little network that my friend David and I are doing Black Swan Society at BLK Swan Society on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, check that out. There's a bunch of other content over there on those things. If you're an artist or a creator, you're a maker of things, I'd love to know what you're working on shoot me an email a message a dm one weird podcast at gmail.com or on any of the socials let me know what you're working on i'd love to see it i'd love to hear about it i'd love to know about it and i'd love
1: to be about it but again that's going to do it for this episode thank you so much for coming and hanging out keep it weird this week
0: keep it weird podcast vibe of the week keep it fucking weird